Then when I started doing the 16, 17 mile yeah. runs, then you can walk a little bit. Yeah, there were a couple of those 17 milers. Well, sometimes you still hurt. <laughs> I know, and some of the marathons, you know, the deal was I was going to walk through every aid station. Yeah. And my idea of how big an aid station was. <laughs> it became bigger as exactly. the race went on. Exactly, it became on. bigger when you see the last. There's still cups on the ground, so this is still technically an aid station. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Jeremy from the Thompson Cycling Show, or <laughs> Thompson Running Show, but we actually just got done doing a little cycling, and we did it on Saturday morning this week. Some, some bad news up front, but well, not really bad news. We really, we feel like it's time for a test. It's really a test for the Woodlake Estates group runners in the morning that there will not be a Thompson there. And, uh, we just wanted to see if they, had, if they had the metal to get up and get out there on Sunday morning without our example, That's without right. our, what would you call that, our, our leadership? Yeah. Um, servant I mean, sometimes leadership. you just got to, you just got to back pu away, push them, push them out of the nest and say, okay, it's time to see if you can fly on your own. Yeah. When you, you know? love something, you got to let it go. That's right. And see if it comes back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully this is working. We're not going to be there. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, good luck tomorrow uh, at the good, at the Woodlake Estates group run. They'll probably have ten people out there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> probably at least seven with so the three of us gone. Yeah, so uh, this past week, if you haven't listened to it already, be sure to check out our episode on the uh, 4th of July Full Send Invitational One Mile Race. Uh, the more time I've had between that and today, the more disappointed I've become <laughs> in my result, uh, losing 20 seconds off my mile time from the previous year. So spending some time getting back in shape this week, uh, riding bikes this morning, learning about jobs, <laughs> just a lot of room for self-improvement over the remainder of the summer. <laughs> but it was a good time out there, got to see some uh, old friends and I don't think there were, well, no, no new friends out there, but some uh, some folks we hadn't seen in a while, and uh, it was a good time. So make sure to check out that episode, and uh, today we are back with our series on running myths. This is it, too. I've, I've milked this magazine for okay. every every myth that it's Mark, got in Mark's it. afraid that his content's going flat here, so we got to <laughs> spice it up a little bit. I tried to spice it up finding some race news, but I couldn't find anything on the last uh, Q50 race or the four on the fourth in terms of results. So I'm going to have to look that up bef before five minutes before I sit down <laughs> for the show in order for that to work. <laughs> so continuing with running myths last week, no idea what we talked about. This week. It ended with knees. I know that. Yes. Okay. The big one. Uh, this would start off this week is uh, walking is weak. This is when you're running. We're taking a walk break while Yes. Oh, I've been doing that all week. <laughs> I remember running the uh, Old Man River, and a guy was doing the run walking. Like, yep. like he'd run a while and then walk, and, then, and I could not get past. I mean, he would walk, 
and I'd catch up with him and then he'd run. I mean, it worked for him. Whatever he was doing, it worked. But your pride, I mean, my pride, it does make you, you, you hate to stop. Or whenever you see somebody coming, you start running again. Yeah. But I have seen it work. Yeah, I mean, that's essentially how I got started running, at least, was doing couch to 5K. That right, was which is a walk run. Yeah. But there's whole, like, running programs right. based on that. Yeah, they talk about uh, the main one in here. But I know when I, when I started, it didn't feel like a run if I didn't run at all. You know, if I didn't run the whole three miles or five miles, whatever it was I was running. Then when I started doing the 16, 17-mile yeah. runs, then yeah, you walk a little bit. Yeah, there were a couple of those 17-milers. Well, then. Sometimes you start hurt. <laughs> I know, and some of the marathons, you know, the deal was I was going to walk through every aid station. Yeah. And my idea of how big an aid station was <laughs> became bigger as exactly, the race went Exactly, it became on. bigger when you see the there's still cups on the ground, so this is still <laughs> technically an aid station. <laughs> so uh, I don't know the walk runs, but I'm like Jason. Pride tells you now you want to you want to run it all, but. Uh, yeah, I think it's Jeff Galloway, his Jeff run, Galloway, running right. method. He He's the guy who's overrun Disney. So if you ever go do any of those races, he uh, he does training programs for it and stuff. He's had a training program for over 50 years uh, where runners break their long runs and races down into a few minutes of running followed by a minute or two of walking. He's had at least a half a million people cross a finish line doing the the run walk yeah uh, and it says here you're talking about the guy that you never could catch up with it says that uh, doesn't cost you much time if any compared with people that run the whole time uh, the difference in a marathon when they when they tested it was uh, 114 I mean I'm sorry 414 25 for the run walkers and 407 40 for the runners so it's less than a minute a mile. I mean, yeah, it says less than three percent. Yeah, yeah, because this guy, I mean, he, I mean, I can remember because it, it was so frustrating. Oh, I've seen, I've seen like, him in, yeah. uh, in, in runs also that you know, and yeah, he would, he would. It seemed like every time I'd catch up with him. Yeah, they say it's good for like you recover quicker because it's not like you give your whatever. I mean, you get a little bit of rest, so you. Uh, don't get as many overuse injuries but uh it also can make a run much more enjoyable yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it can though i have tried like i tried doing that some uh during training like on hot days or whatever i'll do some walking in between the only thing i hate is when the walk breaks are like too close together because you feel like you can't really get a rhythm but so like the Jeff Galloway deal, you go on there and the the run walk intervals are, are based on how fast you run a mile. Mm. So like it's not if you're a faster runner, they're not prescribing like a lot of walking. Yeah. I never thought about that. It may be just like thirty seconds at the end of every mile just to give yourself uh, a little bit of a break. What? But I I think the guy who <clears throat> the editor of Runner's World may have actually I don't know, run like a Boston qualifying time or something doing it. So you have some pretty fast people been walking do it. pretty doggone thing. He probably walks faster <laughs> than I run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what's bad. I don't know, when I did it and I, and I tried it, I was doing three minutes of running, one minute of walking. Yeah. And uh, that worked out pretty good. But it, I'm like, Jason, it just, I don't know. I couldn't do it at Southeastern. Mm. No. 
<laughs> yeah. Lindsay subdivision, I, I can do it, but I would do a lot of times four minutes on, one minute off, and that's like eighty percent, like eighty percent effort. Now, uh, Voodoo Relay <laughs> did some run walking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did some run walking for that too, and I started doing it early, just because I knew it was going to be a long day. Yeah. You know, it, the writing on the wall showed up pretty early. I'm gonna have to save something. <laughs> Still a good time. Yeah, but if you want to check uh, check that out, Jeff Galloway's he's got a ton of those resources online, so you don't really have to go out and buy anything. Yeah, and it, and it works. I mean, it you know, there's been like half a million people, and whatever they mentioned in here, how diligent he was to log how many people did it. So yeah. he takes a lot of pride and. And he was an Olympian. It's not like he's like a chump runner or anything. But I actually, I had bought my dad one of those books when he had signed up for the Louisiana Half Marathon, but he decided to go with the walk-walk method. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a version of Jason's fresh legs. Right? <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Okay. Um, let's see, we got uh, a couple here. Uh, one is that your watch knows best. And here it's talking about running with uh, all the technology your and watch knows best so what do, I don't know. you pay attention to what your speed is or what your pace is instead of listening to what your body's telling you all right you go you're and that kind of I guess ties into last week's stuff you know what how are you gonna do this what you're gonna yeah watch I mean even like the phone is I don't know. I like to have my miles logged, but I pay a lot less attention to it now than I think I used to. Saying I don't run with anything. That, yeah. I mean, it's nice having a heart rate monitor. Like I don't wear the chest strap when I run, but to have a wrist-based heart rate, and they're not like super accurate, but at least if it's wrong, it's like consistently wrong. Uh, so I think mine might read a little bit low, but I mean, if you know that it's always a little bit low, that uh, you can kind of figure out what this heart rate on my watch feels like. Yeah. But in terms of like <clears throat> trying to keep a pace or anything like that, I mean, I only do that if it's like a specific training run or whatever. I wore yours for the, uh, the Voodoo, and I liked it. I just... I'm, I, my thing is I hate seeing the distance because I never go out necessarily to run, you know. No, I might go out to run, say, four miles. It might be a little under. It might be a little over. Yeah. I'm going to be close. But, like, whenever Mark's phone calls out, you ran one mile. I hate that because it feels like, like oh I've been my running. God. How, much, exactly. how I much do I have left? Hour, two hours. <laughs> and I, I like it. It helps me. I guess it's just different. Yeah, that's know, what I say. It's but it helps. I, I like knowing every quarter mile. It tells me what my pace is. Oh, God, no. um, because I, you know, if I'm running, or when I was, uh, but even when I do it now, I, I want to know. I mean, I'll, about a mile a day average. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm wanting to work up to about ten miles a week, and most of it on grass, and uh, do the occasional. 
And I don't know, it feels like right now the knee's going to be able to handle it, but we'll see. You know? But you like to know what your clip is. I like to know what I'm doing, yeah, because I like to, uh, I like to improve on it. And that, that helps me to, or at least know that I need to pick it up a little bit. Yeah, it's one of those things that could go either way. Like, so I've been doing this week trying to go out at kind of the hottest part, part of the morning and run just so I can kind of tr try to acclimate after coming back from the Alps. And, right. <laughs> no, wait, I'm always here. Yeah, Jason's yeah, always going. going. <laughs> yeah. um, it can be a little disappointing going out and seeing how slow you are when it's 103 degrees outside, but yeah. at the same time, you know, it is helpful sometimes to know. So, like, back when I used to marathon train and you might run, like, an out-and-back 16-miler, well, it's good to know when eight miles is. And, and I did, like, then I'd, I'd keep my phone at least to get... You know, I like I know from tracking like okay, if I run this, this is two miles. I'll run that, get it down, and then I won't carry my phone next time. Yeah. But I, I will. And when I was doing longer runs, I did keep up with it more. I mean, I don't know a lot about work or jobs or anything like that, <laughs> but it's like you know, your watch is you got to treat it like a tool and you know make the best use of it. It can become. Yeah, and their point here was don't let it tell you what you should be doing. If you don't feel right, like doing, don't just yeah, because some of the watches don't now. pick up the pace just because your watch is telling you you slow down. If your body's telling you you need to slow down, well, and some of the watches now will like give you a a score of like you are losing fitness or you're gaining fitness, and a lot of that is just nonsense. Like yeah. Well, it's just hot outside. <laughs> it's not necessarily that you're losing or gaining anything. Yeah, and uh, it can be, like Jason said, it can be frustrating. So I know at the, uh, at the at the voodoo run, that last run, I was giving it, it felt like the same effort that I'd been giving yeah, it all day. Yeah, and you see yourself getting every slower. quarter mile, yeah. it was getting slower and slower. I was like, oh, God. You know, because I felt like I was really pushing it and instead of running like i started the, the first couple under 10 then i was closer to 11 11 but and a what half you, what you rarely ever get though is the time where you're like it it beeps and you're like oh i was running that fast right, that felt yeah. easy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i did use it on the last run of voodoo just because I knew there was a pace I had to try to keep. A great run again. I, I will say that that was a classic, I I a classic finish. I hate to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, a, you know, if you do a, uh, what's that thing? The Iron Man. <laughs> I had that experience one time at Man Shack. I was running under seven minutes a mile for the first half of the out and back. And I was like, oh, man, I was running that fast. That felt easy. And then I turned and it was a headwind <laughs> the whole yeah. way back. Typically, so. if I'm if I, if I'm keeping up with it, it's like or like in a race, it's usually I've done come out way too fast. <laughs> I hate to look down. All right, so we've covered that myth of listen to your body, not your watch, unless the watch is helpful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the last one. There there are two on here that we're not we're going to save one i'd like to get with mark from perfectly fit it's got some i think three different uh myths here about shoes okay but we'll probably get with him on that yeah. because i'm no expert on shoes right. i know how to time but uh do you really 
<laughs> they can. Um, mention it perfectly fit. We'd like to mention our sponsors perfectly fit. Go ahead and mention the Thompson Running Show and get your 10% discount. We was talking about them right before we uh, started. I want to go in there and get some of those shades they yeah, got there. I need some. Uh, some sunshade. Are they yeah. gooder or are they good R? Good R, I think, or gooder. I, I'm I not have sure. to just rely on free sunshades that people give me at races and stuff. Jason, he's a world traveler. He can <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He's trying all these, no, they're, all these exotic. No, that's what I like. I saw they started at, starting at like $25, and I talked to somebody, a couple people the other day and that bought something. with your 10% there. Thompson Running Show discount. Yep. <laughs> yeah, almost giving them to you. <laughs> but yeah. cool looking shades, and I need some. So yeah, I need perfectly fit our partner. Go ahead and mention the Thompson Running Show. Get your 10% off. That's spicing things up for yeah, you. you <laughs> All right. The la and I, I know this has been a lot of myths we dealt with. Here's the last one. This deals with racing. It says racing is for everyone. And you don't have to PR, or I'll put it in there, you don't have to PR or metal to have a good time. Nah, false. <laughs> so, yeah, I knew this would be a little different. So, uh... Is racing for everyone, and when they talk about racing, they mean actually going out there and racing. I just go in to have fun, and there are people that that go and they'll walk and and or just go out and run a slow pace and enjoy the. So is racing for racing, or is it for an enjoyment? I guess that would be the question. I think there's a certain level of enjoyment in seeing your numbers go down. Like I mean, when I first started. Catherine was asking me about that yesterday. She said, what's the first race you ever ran, ran? And like, you know it off the top of your head. It was a blue crab run out at Southeastern. Did you medal? I did not. <laughs> but for me, it was just the opportunity to say, okay, I finished this program, go out and see what I can do. And Were you there, Mark? No, I was. Yeah, Jason was there. Who was there? Support. I, I probably wasn't running back yet. <laughs> I think Jason and I ran into each other out there. I yeah, I Jamie had told me about. Yeah, it Jamie was, was a there. Sure was. Fisheries thing. That but, was cool. Oh, I don't remember anybody contacting me. Kept me out of it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was just, and it only happened one time. One time. Wow. Uh, but I told Catherine about it. So you were supposed to be able to go and uh, run, and they had crab and crawfish at the end. I was slow enough that there were no crabs left when I finished. <laughs> but I don't know if a crab is what I want after a race. No, it wasn't. Actually, when I got done and I got there, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't I'm not that I don't upset. Think I, yeah. anything I don't either. think I ate any crawfish. No, I don't think I did either. But uh, I don't know. I, I think there are people for whom like racing is just not appealing. So like thinking about my two girls like if abigail ever got into running or whatever for me i think it would be for her i think it would be more about going to a race for like the social aspect of just hanging out and i think that's fine i think that's yeah cool. because even if you go to run that, that's a big part of it but Catherine, especially the more people you meet the more people you see yeah. it's a lot of fun the people that are at races but Catherine, now that she won the walk run roll 5k if she goes out and does anything less <laughs> it's gonna be but i also think is like uh with racing like if you're fast you think of the race as wanting to finish in your you know age group you know medal or whatever but for some people it is just about time like yeah just 
they're racing, but they're racing against themselves more than anything. And you do push harder at the races. So I think, I think in a way they are racing. Yeah. But I think but, we all can agree that we want medals. Yeah. And ribbons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My name to be called out. <laughs> yeah, more, more, more than time, a medal. The more time they say tops, the Just better, the better it is. And I mean, <laughs> we, we can go and say, oh, it, it doesn't matter until two of us gets a medal and then the other yeah, one does. Yeah. <laughs> There's been some, we have all suffered some yep. bad rides <laughs> home. Bad, yeah, disappointments. <laughs> yep. But I don't know. I don't think that racing is necessarily for everybody. No. But I think. If if it was going to be for everybody, even just racing against yourself, trying to improve. Yeah. My helps. my perspective, I guess, has changed a little bit because I know now that I'm not going to really be competing. I mean, the last time I medaled, I locked up and Mark won the whole race. Yeah. And so I medaled in my age group because he won the whole thing. But. Uh, but I do think, like, even in terms of racing, even if you're not racing yourself and if you're not racing to get a medal, a lot of times you'll have a friend that you run with that you want to beat yeah. or a co-worker or whatever. Right. It's still fun. Yeah, my, my, like I said, mine has changed now. And it, I do look to have more fun there than, you yeah. know, really thinking I'm going to be able to compete. But you never know. I mean... Age group? Yeah, if no other old guys show up, you know, I could be. That's what I told them Monday. We were going to break it up into one-year age groups. Everybody medals. <laughs> but, yeah, but talking about racing, I don't I don't know anything that's coming up in terms of races that sound like anything I want to do. Well, I see Heather's already starting to put hers together. The, um, oh, yeah, she said, I think she said she's moving into October. Well, she, was want, she was wanting to move it. And, and looking to do October. change the... Uh, 10k route. 10k route yeah to make it a little bit easier not easier but a little and you never know when you go out and you run a race like that who's signing up for 10k 5k what your age group is actually going to look like it, you know it's metals but there's metal potential everywhere <laughs> when you saw the spillway classic was coming up used to be one of the kids favorite runs to do that one can be sloppy yeah though. it can be really messy that's the one I where Olivia got stung by bees? Yeah, <laughs> terrible. That was Sounds absolutely like a story we need to hear. terrible. <clears throat> but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think most of the local races, the only one that happens sometimes in Hammond in September is the Fireman 5K. I don't know if they'll well, have the Saints. Christmas in... Christmas in July. Oh, they hadn't had in oh, several okay. years. And then... Uh, I don't know. It sounds like everything's talking about October. Heather's got her race potentially in the fall, and then Mark from Perfectly Fit was saying they were talking about doing something else in the fall. But July and August is just yeah. Suffer through it if you want to, or I don't think racing's for many people in these months. Yeah, no. they do have. I mean, a couple things in New Orleans. They have the Power Mile coming up in August. I'm going to find something to do in South Carolina in the fall again. I'm going to do a 5K. Yeah. Just, I'm going to do a different one. Just, you know. The Swamp Rabbit just can't handle all that <laughs> every year. No, it's fun, and, and if that's the way it works out, I'll do that one again. But just to do a different one, I'd like yeah. to do it, you know. They have a lot of 
evening races, but I don't like evening races. Mm. Yeah. I, I just, I don't. Well, for one thing, uh, it's still 105 degrees <laughs> at like 5, 6 p.m. around here. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to go up and see uh, Gwendolyn and Katie in, in the fall, and I'm going to line up to do another run there. Because Gwendolyn and Katie love nothing more than getting up at 5.30 in the morning. And taking and you to a race. Taking huh? me to a race. <laughs> I did see that they are having the swim across the bay again in September. Oh, really? But uh, I, I haven't swam a lap, much less two miles. Uh, so I don't, I don't know that I'll be doing that. But anyway, I feel like we've solved a lot of myths for people. So that yeah. maybe they won't be, so many people listen that they won't be myths anymore. Uh, so we we apologize to the runners world and anybody who needs article material because you won't be able to write any about myths right. of running anymore. Yeah, because we I pretty much milked it for what like six weeks, something like that. <laughs> However long Jason's been gone. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well until next time we will catch you later from the Thompson Running Show.